I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. You can subscribe to the Room 104 podcast if you want to listen back to any of the shows in full tomorrow or whenever you want to listen back to them. Uh, you can get them in full, uninterrupted, on whatever podcast platform that you were using. So it turns out your brain will get completely fried, literally fried, when you break up with someone. You'll be all over the shop, walking into walls because your spatial awareness is gone, <laughs> foggy brain because you, you've just fallen apart as the man that you, th- you know, the man that you are is just completely falling apart. But how long on average, does it take you to get over a breakup? Now, I would have presumed, okay, and a lot of the answers coming in are around six months to a year. Six months to a year? Uh, really? Oh, this, this, is, this, is, this is a good equation now. I do, I do like this equation. It's kind of like half, to, half your age plus seven. Uh, Jane, good evening. Jane has said, according to Sex in the City, it takes half of the amount of time you spent with someone to get over them. Half of the amount of time it takes to get uh, to get over the time you spend with them. So, according to Sex in the City, Jane, it takes half of the amount of time you spend with someone to get over them. But if you're in a relationship for like six years, that means it'll take three years for you to get over them. Yeah, I mean, definitely, if you were maybe married and you thought you were with the one, and it's been years and years, you know, no different. Maybe six months to a year, it might take <clears> you. <throat> but it depends on the situation. I'm very cold so I think if I was with someone and married to them and they cheated on me I'd just be like done do you know that kind of way something would just click in my head and I'd just move on I could move on literally the next week and I'd be grand I think girls are uh, girls women are better able to do that than men do you think so oh much better yeah I think so um really depends now so Brian good evening what's the story how are things he says uh, it usually takes a year I think if it was a sad breakup and nothing happened and you you could only think fondly of them and, you know, that's way worse because then it's lingering for ages and you're you're wondering what it could have been or, you know, maybe this was the wrong decision. But I think if it was something like cheating or something sudden or they left you and they turned into some horrible person, then you're not going to care really, are you? Like... Clearly, there's better out there for you. So, in that regard, I would get over very quick. But I think, yeah, if it was a, a nice person you're with that it just didn't work out and you just couldn't understand why, I would say it would probably take me, yeah, it could take me six months. But it's not the right answer. Uh, this is a good one. I used to work with a guy. He broke up with his girlfriend on the Monday and had another girlfriend by the Wednesday, telling uh, her he loved her. And I'm just saying that's, that's no. creepy. 
No, he's confused. He needs to go home. He just needs to watch Netflix for some, some reason. Like, go on a one-night stand. Do all these things that you want to do. But there's always one person in your group, though. Like, there's always one girl and usually one guy that are just perpetually, have been in constant relationships Yeah. since they were, like, 16. Back to back, yeah. Oh, and I know you're just like, and it just not that it always ain, ends in, but they're just like terrified of being alone and being yeah. on their own, and they just jump from relationship to relationship, and you're like, you are so, you are so messed up. This isn't even funny. And they don't even really like the person. They're just doing they're it just to have like, it there, yeah, yeah, just to have someone there. Yeah, there, there are loads of people like that actually. Um, and yeah, that's quite sad in itself, isn't it? But, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I look. I don't know. I have always broke up with people <laughs> that sounds terrible but I have in every relationship look I picked the wrong person it wasn't that I was breaking up with really nice people I broke up with them all for a reason but it obviously because I was sure of the decision I'd never I don't think I cry. I, I cried over one who just wouldn't stop messaging me <laughs> but that was just because I felt suffocated but otherwise no I, I was done but it probably took me a few months I'd say maybe Four months to decide that this yeah. is not going anywhere. Um, let me see. Oh, eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. My guess would be, I'm going to say six months. No, it's not six months. You would think it's six months, and maybe th- when you hear the answer to this, you might go, "Oh, m- like maybe I'm, maybe I'm sad. <laughs> maybe I'm a sad, sad person." <laughs> I don't know. Because people that are saying six months to a year are way off. As in underestimating or overestimating? You're well overestimating. Oh, really? Yeah. Way over. The average breakup takes how long to get over? I... Now, we could get into the specifics here and go, like, I guess this means that you would entertain maybe meeting someone else for a drink or maybe going on Tinder or whatever you might do to find somebody. Yeah, like, how are you defining getting over? Is this when you're willing to have sleep with someone new? Yeah, like, I assume it doesn't break it down like that, but I assume it's not into a next relationship. But until you decide, you know what, I'm going to meet this guy now, give him a chance. How long? So your fiance, she breaks up with you tomorrow. How long are you going to wallow for? <laughs> well, I'm not going to wallow for. No, I got that fade. It was down. Did I hit that? Whoopsies! I'm only joking, oh, you dear. Not be listening. Yeah. No. <laughs> The whole way up the aisle. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, no. I, I, just in my head, it's like six months to a year, but I, I can't. If no, it was a serious I, enough relationship, I can't imagine it being less than that. Yeah, but you can't imagine it. But I thought this as well until I, I actually did think about it. And I mean, you're not going to go six months to a year without kissing someone else without meeting someone else without chatting to somebody else or without sleeping with someone else let's I be don't here. know about you now I'm a good Christian Catholic boy now you are not still a virgin waiting for the big day next year <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> keeps being postponed but sure look 
You've oh, all your we'll years to wait. End. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's definitely before six months. By the way, what's the answer? What's the answer? So the answer is three months and eleven days. Ah, uh, we're just. Stop. It should take you three months and 11 days. I don't believe that. To get over your breakup. And look, as I said, now, it doesn't mean you're going to forget about the ex completely, but you're going to be willing oh, to. Bump you know, with someone else in a nightclub yeah, somewhere in Germany. Yeah. And hopefully not uh, cry yourself to sleep afterwards. I just wonder what, what was that done on? Was that done on people pre-social media because now I think it's much harder because you know we mentioned this before you've, you've all those fake we're so happy photos on Instagram and then you've mm. checked into loads of places you've these Facebook memories that come back going remember when you were with this woman <laughs> uh, all that stuff is still there you know so you're kind of so entwined on social media that maybe that's why I find it strange and hard to think that it would take that's like 12 weeks and you're done see you bye I know but especially you know, it's, a, it's a recent study but especially these days I mean you're on Instagram you're on Facebook yes you're getting the memories but you're also being bombarded with all these other people that are uh, potential yeah, you, you don't actually form any sort of meaningful connection because now people no. are just hooking up for the gram so exactly. you know they can have a they can be a brand they can be a couple that has a certain brand on their YouTube yeah. channel and on their Instagram so yeah actually they don't like each yeah that makes perfect sense now actually because they never really liked each other anyway yeah or even 20 and years ago you didn't have Facebook Instagram any social media you didn't have the internet so you couldn't just be like you know what, I'll just go on a dating website now you can't where are you going to meet someone you're not going to meet someone so you're going to have to you know be on your own for ages just be so Whereas sad now, and miserable yeah, all you have to do is go on Tinder and find someone straight away and go, yeah, hey, I'm free. <laughs> I'm free and desperate and on a serious rebound right now. Do you want to just, do you want to have some cry sex with me later on? We can both <laughs> just do that and just hammer on through. Yeah, mm. you could definitely do that. Definitely God. do that. So yeah, three months and 11 now, days is what it should take you to, to yeah, Get over a breakup. So it doesn't say get over your timer. ex. Get over a breakup. So where you're going, right, well, this is over now. So, it's just, you know, I'm not going back. I'll just meet somebody else. Oh, beautiful. Well, listen, if you can vouch for that, in your opinion, if you think that is accurate, let us know. 0876797104. I want to talk about toilet paper next. In particular, the start of this pandemic, you probably would have seen a lot of the videos online of people losing their minds, mainly... I think this was in Australia. People losing their minds buying toilet paper. But what type of personality traits? There's two in particular. What two personality traits do people who go mad and stock up on toilet paper have in common? So what are the two personality traits you need to have uh, if you are going to be the type of person who will lose their minds and panic buy and stock up on tons and tons of toilet paper? Let us know. If you want to have a guess, 0876797104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. To Oliva, it's Cormac and Tisha here on Room 104. Uh, quick reminder, you can get the uh, podcast up on, the, on uh, the usual place where you subscribe to your podcast for. So if you want to listen back to the shows in full or get your specific interviews or segments, uh, you can subscribe to Room 104 with Cormac and Tisha on whatever podcast platform that you are using. Now... I found this kind of interesting. What type like of person and um, what type of mm-hmm. personality traits determine whether or not you're going to freak out, lose your mind and leg it down to stockpile toilet paper during the pandemic? Did you, by the way? No, I, I would not be. No, I forget to buy most things in the shop um, and then I get really anxious 
that I don't have toilet paper and I start trying to use anything. I've thrown out towels. I've used uh, toilet paper. Um, the the roll. Don't want to know. The holder. Don't I've know. used everything. I have to throw it all in the bin and then it gets messy. Um, so more like times than not. What bin you throw that in? The green bin? The compost bin? No, I'd have to get a, a bin on its own. Uh, oh, you mean <laughs> then? Uh, I, I, I put in the compost bin. Yeah, I wouldn't put in the green one, no. Um, right, so yeah, that, that's what I've had to do. So I do not stockpile anything. I am not organised. And uh, yeah, that's how I live my life, unfortunately. It, it's funny because that makes perfect sense uh, according to this study, right? There's two personality traits that you have to have if you're going to be the type of person that will rush out into a shop and buy, and stockpile, as you say, toilet paper. So we didn't really do it here. I didn't see anyone stockpiling toilet paper here. Most of no. the videos that were coming out were, I, pretty much they were just from Australia. Whatever it is about Australian people, they love their toilet paper during a pandemic. I don't know what they thought was going to happen. Um, Like the last time we did that was... I think we we stockpiled on stuff like that when the snow was here, like this time last year, or the year before, because you mightn't have been able to get to a shop. So you're like, here, here, hang on, let's, you know, stockpile on the stuff we need. But any idea then, what type of person, what personality traits do they need to have to be a freak who goes out and stockpiles toilet paper? Oh, they have to be um, OCD, and they'd have to be, um, what would I say? Obviously, organized. Yeah. Someone that's a, a compulsive disorder. What's that called? Obsessive compulsive disorder. They need to have everything in place and they need to have a, a list made and all the rest of it. Right, okay. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So someone who is, like, yeah, organized. I have a you know friend. Gonna, I have a friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. I have a friend who I spoke to earlier, and that's exactly what she is. And um, she's an event manager, and she has she she oh, hates like attention me. to detail, spreadsheets, Literally. and those. Yeah, the, she likes going away with me because she organizes everything, and I don't have to worry about anything to do with my flights or my bag or anything. She has it all sorted, and then she finds us where we're going, and that's brilliant. But she said to live with, she said I am a nightmare. 
Because I'm <laughs> messy like and I'm just polar opposites. Like, yeah, we're polar opposites, but we, we love each other dearly. There's always those uh, that one person on your holidays who does up a list of activities and times and dates, and you're like, seriously, oh, yeah. put yeah. that down. Like, and I don't grab know what time. A and go to the pool. Yeah. I don't know what time I'm waking up at every day. Like different yeah. times, I just go with the flow. We're going on a walking tour of the old town at eleven. No, we're not. No, we're no, not. I'm actually doing nothing today. I'm sitting <laughs> on my ass watching TV in the sun. Uh, yeah, so that would make sense. So it's someone who's organised is what what stockpilers are. Toilet paper stockpilers. Yeah, no, you've you've hit the nail on the head with that, right? So if you are um, the the correct psychological term apparently is, you know, high in conscientiousness. So if you're a perfectionist and you prefer like planning ahead and you're a hard worker and attention to detail is your thing and you need to know everything that's happening. We all know that type of person in school at 14 that their whole life mapped out for them. That type of person. But that type of person added with someone who is overly emotional. So when I say emotional now, I'm not saying the term sometimes which can get people in trouble for using is neuroticism. You know, you say you're just a neurotic woman, but um, neuroticism is part of the five personality traits they can test for and that oh. is someone who would be highly emotional you know everyone has different degrees of neuroticism some might be low or some might be high so if you are a highly emotional person who is also highly or if you tend to be that perfectionist if you need to have attention to detail if you are kind of OCD yeah, if, if you're like that and you're, you're compulsive about everything need to know where everything is where everything goes apparently those two things if you have those two things that's a huge predictor that you will be the type of person that will leg it down to your shop and stockpile on your toilet paper which See, I don't I want to be around those people I don't want that I suppose that makes sense why we didn't bother doing it here because for the most part I would say Irish people are very much laid back our attitude to everything is ah sure it's grand we'll sort it out later don't worry about it pint yeah if you have to use the bread use the bread you know I'm just I'm open to to being creative in these situations but I just can't stand that organised person I just feel like you're not living your life if you're that strict on, on your your literally your hour to hour well, listen, I've gotten a little bit more like that, a little bit more organised and deliberate in the last couple of years because sometimes on the flip side, if you're, if you're not in any way organised, you wind up getting absolutely nothing done. Yeah, ever. you hate me actually as well as my friend because you have uh, this organised streak in you and uh, I have to adhere to your organisations and I'm not very good at doing that. So I, you, you set it out for me nice and clear and easy and then I forget to fill in what I'm supposed to fill in for you and... Uh, that's surely very annoying. But it's just like I just have to put the bumpers out on the bowling lane for Sirius <laughs> so we can all play nice and get along. You have to have opposites. Opposites attract as well, you know. Uh, sometimes they repel. They sometimes, but mental. you know, if the, if we were both trying to fight to be organised, you know, we might... Th- that would actually be worse, wouldn't it? Because you'd have that two different systems. I don't like your system. Can we actually yeah. use this? I've been using a Google spreadsheet. I'd rather do this. You know, that, yeah. that would not work out well at all. Um, no. But yeah, a control freak and an over-warrior, Alan, you're bang on with that as well. You, Someone who has a little bit of, a, I suppose, OCD. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Irish people, we're, we're kind of not really... Most people, I would say, we're not really OCD. We're a little bit more relaxed. We're a little bit more laid back. Uh, are we emotional? Uh, yeah, I would say absolutely not, really. We kind of funnel it into our arts, don't we? We funnel it into the music and the stage and the books. Yeah. And we don't really talk about it. No, we still just throw that and brush it under the carpet. And sure, we'll deal with that. That's the one worry, isn't it? That's the one worry if everyone sorts out their mental health in the next few years that just music and screenplays will become, and theatre will become terrible, boring. 
There'll be no drama. Oh, yeah, true, actually. Yeah, there'll be nothing going there'll on. There'll be no soul-searching. There'll be no conflicts of no. the unconscious versus, versus the conscious. There'll be no gripping mental struggles. It'll just be people coming out of school going, I'm actually all together. I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. We'll have to that's shut it. down the arts. We've actually dealt with our problems for once. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's it. That's the end of the arts. Well, yeah, we can cut that off now. If we're talking budgets and forming a programme for government, just cut the arts. We'll all be together. Uh, we'll all know what's going on. Uh, hilariously not, though, because, you know, our, our mental health side of things is not funded at all. But listen, there you go. That's the type of person that will be more likely to go out and freak out and put together a, a pile, a huge stockpile of uh, toilet paper during the pandemic. On the way next, we'll have a little bit of music from Sagala. And what's this about skin hunger, Saoirse? This is me. I suffer from skin hunger and I'm going to tell you exactly what it is after the break. That's a little bit insane. Right, back after these. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. Four. It's Cormac and Saoirse here with Play Blue. It is Ireland's favourite online adult shop. And uh, before we go, we need to talk about the, the strangest thing I've heard in a long time, skin hunger. Yeah, and this, insane. this is something that you would not know anything about. Uh, you know, we did organise a cuddle party for you uh, for Christmas <laughs> and you you actually were scarred for life, I think, from that. But I loved it. I loved every minute of it. But yeah, I love a hug, as you know. Um, but they've done studies on um, hugging and affection and they found that there is such thing now as affection deprivation. So it's actually called skin hunger. So it's similar to regular hunger where you are deprived <laughs> of affection. Food, yeah. So, all right, so y- your skin needs contact with other skin. Yes, we need to be touched. So what's even more interesting <laughs> is... Careful now. Oh, by the way, we, we need to be touched, but they were saying like technology can't do that for us as of yet. So, you know, a lot of people that are locked up from... COVID, obviously, in their homes, like me, with nobody around me, bar my cat. There's only so much hugging of a cat you can do. You need human contact. So uh, I have definitely felt this. Like, I have the urge to hug strangers now when I walk down the street, which I know I'm not allowed no, to do. No, you don't. I do. I, I actually do. And it's the one thing that I want to do when everyone comes back into work or when we go back into work. And I know I'm not allowed to do it. So, you know, that makes me quite sad. But... This is really interesting. They did a study and they found that women inherit this gene that makes them more likely to to want to hug and be that extra affectionate towards other people. Whereas men do not carry the gene at all. So it said their behaviour could be explained 45% hereditary and 55% by environmental influences. Mm. 45% hereditary. So yeah, fifty percent of the time you could be getting right. So the, your desire to hug as a woman half it might be due to genetics. Exactly, and that's women only. In men, however, affection behaviour was not seen to be inherited, <laughs> and that that explains is. obviously a lot to you. But oh, hundred percent, yeah. Now, can you understand? Can you understand me a little bit more when I, you know, when we used to be in the office and I can't walk past someone without hugging them, and I know you look at me like, could you just stop it for five minutes? And I can't. Because you're saying it's, it's genetic and that's how you were born. You were born this way, as Lady Gaga I'm, would say. Literally, I was born with my hands out trying to hug people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It might make sense. It wouldn't be a gay. Yeah. Again, I definitely haven't got uh, inherited it at all. So you don't but have you definitely skin have. 
Yeah. I have no skin hunger. My skin is absolutely fine. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I really am craving it. And there's but nothing better find, than a hug. I don't mean to call you strange or odd, but I always find, when I was in college before, and sometimes you might see this in a shopping centre or something, if they're doing like a charity thing, it's like, oh, mm. do you want a free hug? And you're like, get away from me. Yeah. Now, hugging a stranger look, is just the strangest thing in the world. Right, a complete stranger. I wouldn't really do. Now, I have done that whole kind of hug the free hug person. I've done it before. But, yeah, I don't really want to hug someone I don't know. But if I know you in any way, even if it was a listener now that came into the station, I'd give them a hug. Happily give them a hug. I just Yeah, don't, don't be offended. I wouldn't give you a hug at all. No, like, if but, I tried you know, to hug you... Wait, 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 have wait. I tried to hug you before? I tried to hug you once, yeah. I tried to hug you uh, when you got engaged and you didn't do anything. Like, you... You didn't put your Fist hand bump. around me. Whoop, whoop. You just stood there with your arms by your side, which was really awkward. I also cried another time in front of you and you didn't offer a hug, uh, which was really awkward. But, um, yeah, I am... <laughs> That's I am just weird. Opposite. What do you do in that situation? I don't want to hug you. <laughs> you're meant to... You're, meant to, you're not meant, you're meant to, to hug. show affection. No, you're not. It's inappropriate in the workplace. You're just meant to go fill out this crying <laughs> form, will you? It's an incident report. You can fill that out and we'll send it up to management to make sure this has been done above board. Last thing you want to do is not follow hugging procedures in the workplace properly. You'll all be, I'll be screwed over that now. True. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, anyone that hugs me, I if, if I'm stressed, if I'm anxious, if I'm happy, it just gives me this great sense of, yeah, comfort. But you're meant well, that- to, there was a study done as well that said that to relieve kind of stress or uh, if anyone is feeling down if you hug someone for 30 seconds oh, that's too apparently long. that is t- that will actually give them that energy it'll give them another complex of forget about boost. the thing they were stressing about because they'll just be like it oh will, what are you doing to me that's like a really long awkward hug no it'll boost their immune system and everything no that's what that's what the creepy guy in the office does who's all like one of the girlos and he has a hug come here babes give us a hug oh no no don't say babes no one says that I want some some lad creeps to pretending to be all. I just love hugs, and he's just trying to make no. you more comfortable with getting close physically to him. No, he's a pervert. You can, you can spot a pervert a mile away. That would not I don't work. Know about that. I don't know about that now. Oh, I could. Um, no, but yeah, I I just found that really interesting that there's such thing as skin hunger, and I suffer from it. <laughs> <laughs> so skin hunger is anonymous. You'll have a little support group <laughs> going. I've got a skin hunger disorder, and uh, I'm not getting enough hugs off my other half. I suppose if you're in a relationship and the fella isn't, it's just his head is done, and when you're like, I want a hug. Oh my yeah. God! Now it's a genetic condition. That's you it. Now your fiance can be like, I need a hug, and if you're giving it, you know, nothing back, Me- medical negligence. Yeah, she literally can be like, this is this is abuse. This is a form of abuse. Yeah, it's like you're not giving me food when I'm hungry. You're not giving me water when I'm thirsty. You're not giving me physical affection when I'm actually needing it the most. Yeah, so I am hungry, I'm angry, <laughs> Cold, and I'm skin angry. hungry. Yeah, Skin hungry. Skin hungry. Wow. Is there anything You've else? heard it all. Weird, yeah, insane that they're going to come up with skin hunger. Well, listen, on that note, we will leave you this evening. Uh, Sears, she needs to go over and feed herself skin-wise, get some skin hunger. Maybe you can do that as well. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night from 9 o'clock, as we mentioned. The podcast will be updated right after the show. Full shows are there for you to listen to and the individual interviews. Uh, this evening we had Graeme Tomlinson on the show a little bit earlier on, who was, who is the fitness chef on Instagram. Do go check him out because... 
He posts up a ton of kind of fact-based, evidence-based stuff, dispels a lot of myths. And when you hear people going, oh, you can't have white bread, you're like, yeah, you actually can have white bread, Janet. Don't worry about it. You know, you can, it's just everything you're putting on top. It's the half a jar of Nutella that you're putting on top of the white bread that might be the issue. So it's definitely worth following. Um, tons and tons of information. He's about half a million followers up there now. Anyway, uh, at the fitness chef underscore if you want to check him out his interview will be up online in the next few moments if you missed it along with uh, tonight's full show as well FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.